Hallelujah. I'm going to share something today that uh, I think that if you catch it, we can change everything. Uh, it's something that, you know, at my age now, you, some, I don't know about you, but sometimes you look backwards and see what has life actually done to you. And, uh, and one thing that is so important that we always understand that. And I remember a sentence many, many years ago when there was someone who said this thing to us young people at that time that there's two books you can do in your life. You all know that. And he said, it's the Bible, right? You knew that. It's the Bible. And then he called some kind of picture. When he said, we war and peace with a guy called David Tolstoy. At that time, I didn't know what the book looked like. Okay? Uh, I'm telling you, it's not just a brick, it's a house. <laughs> but, uh, when, uh, but when I was thinking that, there's one sentence in this book, uh, that don't live in remorse. Okay? And, uh, and one thing that, uh, like, so, but one of the things that uh, I've started looking at is that, that uh, it's not the lack of knowledge, so to speak. No, but you know, today we are the generation who most likely knows the most about the Bible intellectually. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in, I don't know if you remember when uh, after the Spelcom was there the first time he was sharing around when they smoked the Bible into China and what we did in when once we got over the we shared off the pages one by one and handed it out to and when everyone got one page. Can you imagine Matthew chapter one? <laughs> but but we are in one way blessed that we have access to everything. You have a question, you can Google. You have a question, uh, you know, there you know there are so many tools available to each one of us, and yet we don't see breakthroughs in the level that we are supposed to have. Okay, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm looking at the words and when I say, you know, I can see it stays here, but why is it not in my life? Why, I, I know about that thing, I know about healing, so why did that person die? I know about deliverance, so why is that person still behaving crazy? I know about this, then, you know, you, you, you can fill the blanks in yourself in, in that, but I mean, I was reading another book, and, uh, and this is about Putin, this is a biography about Vladimir Putin. And uh, and this author, this is a woman actually up from, what is this small town called? Bishop Auckland, I think it's small, the village of North. And, uh, but she's supposed to be the expert on Vladimir Putin. And, uh, anyway, but in her book, she writes that uh, when Vladimir Putin, he was uh, aged in the KGB, and uh, and one of the main tasks for the KGB in the 70s, 80s, 60s was to steal Western technology, okay? Because of the, uh, the not technologically, uh, the Soviet Union was not so advanced, and uh, but uh, and then. Uh, the KGB did not understand because they were very successful at stealing the technology. 
But the KGB didn't know. So they asked the Washington, uh, the, the, the communist government, why is it not implemented in our society? And, uh, and the problem was that, yes, they had the technology, but they didn't have the people to implement it. Because the way the system worked, you know, in the Western culture, it's based upon initiative. You know, you have to, you have to think. Okay, uh, many of the things that we think we take for granted is because of the way we've been brought up. So, but the Soviet Union, in the Soviet Union, communists, you know, like the difference from the Soviet Union and the West, really is that we grow, we grow up in a culture where the government is here to support us. Uh, in Russia, or the Soviet Union, or now Russia, it's the other way around. But you are here, I, I don't know if you heard in the news lately, but they use the phrase, Mother Russia. Okay, here we say it's between the investment ministry head of state. In Russia, it's the Mother Russia who's the head of state. So the people there are there for Mother Russia. It's not Mother Russia who's there for the people. And so it's a completely different way of thinking. And, uh, and in Romans 12 too, you've heard this quote that's mentioned many times, that it's through the renewing of our mind that we shall be transformed. And, uh, and then our, uh, you can go to Numbers 13, because that's where I will end up. But, but, uh, but I realized again that when I listen, you know, like, you know, sometimes, when you, I don't know about you, but when I came out of Denmark, uh, you know, in the beginning when you leave your country, mm. or you become really nationalistic about the country, or you got really focused on, you know, when after a while you start seeing, uh, our country was not that perfect, mm. and you start seeing things that, that before you spend a lot of country, you've been away for so long, you start seeing, no, our country is, my, uh, I see that when I see that, that uh, there is a lot of what we call Christianity, uh, no, I'm talking about Denmark now, is that it's just a Christianized form of Danish culture. Okay? But because of this is the culture we've grown up in, so we, we, we assume everything we do, because we are a Christian country, so we just assume everything that we do has something kind of Christianity, which it doesn't. You know, as I said, you know, our culture, Christmas, the 24th of December, 25th of December, is not Christmas. Jesus was not born that day, okay? And most, you know, uh, most, uh, it was because when the Vikings got converted, uh, the fjords in, in Scandinavia was frozen, so they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do training because they were relying on their ships. So what they did, they had this big festival where they worshipped the Nordic gods. And uh, the monks from Germany came up it. it was difficult to take their culture away. So why don't we just convert it into the competition? Okay? And, uh, but what happened is that they kept the mind mindset. And the biggest, biggest, biggest challenge for all of us when we make new teachers, it is really to have a new mindset. As I told you before, that when I came to England, my mindset was in Denmark. I think it took me five years to buy a house in England because everywhere I went, I went to the houses, I couldn't believe how small they were. 
And then I couldn't believe how much they wanted. <laughs> and I was always in this mindset in Denmark of, for that money, I could get a castle in Denmark. The only problem was, I wasn't in Denmark. And I didn't have a house. And I remember when I really woke up, was because we went to look at a house, and I thought, oh, that was really small, and this was really ridiculous. Uh, the price, I couldn't believe it. So we left it, we carried on renting and so on. Two years later, I saw it on the market again, and it's risen some crazy amount of money. What? That money could have been mine. Okay? And, and the reason for why I lost that was not because of the house, it was because of my mindset. Okay? And in, in Numbers chapter 13, let me just go there, because it's, it, it's, this is actually something that is interesting. You know that <coughs> the generation that came out of Egypt, you know, remember God said to Moses that he should tell the people that he had a land of close to and honey and so on. We went through all the places, Pharaoh, they crossed the Red Sea, and all these wonderful things. And now they're standing at the border of the promised land. Now this is the generation that was delivered. This was the generation that was slain. That has seen all the amazing things of what God has done for them to deliver. And now, they're standing on the brink for what God had promised them. You know that God's best for you is not that you always live from miracle to miracle. Okay, I know that this is what we like to hear. We like to hear testimonies about that. Yeah, I heard someone mentioned someone not that at all gave me X amount of money or someone did this for me. And you know what? That's wonderful. But this is not how you're supposed to live. Now remember, when God says to, to the East Life, He says, this, this is the second time there. But the, first, the second time says to them, now this land is not from where you come from. No, uh, no, before, uh, in the old land, you, you walk the fields with your heel, no meaning you may challenge the water from the Nile. Mm. This, this new country where you walk in your fields is that you trust and obey him and he will bring the rain. Mm. So it's a completely different way of, of thinking. And, uh, but anyway, so when they come the first time, we come to an area called Kadesh Benera, and then that's where God, or Moses, he sent in the spies into the promised land. And uh, you, all heard, you all know the story, in the context of the story, they come back and they say, oh, that's amazing. The, the, the vegetables are big. That cannot be amazing. That, that, that must be a horrible country. <laughs> Vegetables, no, but uh, the cucumbers, oh wow, you know, everything is in the pumpkins are big or whatever, everything. Uh, there was no steak or there was no, uh, you know, it was, it was all vegetables. <laughs> no, maybe that's why the tits said, oh no, we don't want. <laughs> but, but, but we know that the, the story was that the 10, no, no, the, the 13 here, and, and uh, is it numbers 13 and Thirty-three, yeah. So this is what the the ten say, or let me uh, say. And where we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, 
And now notice, this is what I want you to see. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And we were in our own sight. No, no one called them grasshoppers. No one called them small. No one called them you were useless. It was themselves. Mm. It was themselves. Now, when I read that again, it, it just realized to me, they were still slaves. They were still slaves. You know what? You can have a million pounds in your bank account. I can't believe it's looking poor. You know? You know, when my late father-in-law, he was alive, every time he went to visit him, the first thing he had to do was to clean out the bathroom for empty shampoo bottles because he threw nothing away. Okay? Because of, in his mind, he was still living according to when he was in there. No matter now he, he, he was involved enough, but in his mind he was the little man. And here, that they said, we were like grasshoppers. Now, in New Testament setting, I, you know, that the greatest problem for the new believers, church believers, Christians, and so on, is that many of us, and very often due to the, what, what people preach to them, that what is traditional, so-called good preaching, is that many people still struggle with their sin nature. Okay, like when I was a young believer, it was something like, when we were in the Chinese church, we, every time we need to have the communion, we need to have a long, long, long sermon from Mr. Keith, remember? <laughs> I mean, if you are not a believer, neither of that only we went through the same phrase every single Sunday. And you know what it did to people? It made them stuck in their same nature. Okay? Uh, when I was in the youth group, they were saying, search your heart and see your wife with him. And I'm telling you, anyone who searches their heart, I'm telling you, you get depressed. Okay? People who are depressed, what is the most common word they use? I, me, and mine. Okay? You know what? The times when you are the happiest in all of our lives is when we forget ourselves. Okay? And yet we spend most of the time doing things for ourselves. No wonder we're so depressed. Okay? And then it's a really, really, really weird country we're living in. But anyway, but they said we would have grasshoppers. And, and then uh, what I realized is slaves cannot take the promise. Slaves cannot take the promised land. Just like a sinner cannot grasp hold of the promise. They can read the promise, they can recite the promise, they can see the promise, but they cannot get hold of it. It's like there's a glass ceiling in front of it, they cannot get through. They can see it. Why? Because it's not, sinners cannot grab hold of it. Why? Because we think, I'm still a sinner. Just like they said, they didn't say we were still slaves, but they said we are like grasshoppers. They made themselves small in their own eyes. That's why the Bible in the New Testament says, it talks about consider Jesus. Consider Jesus. Look at Jesus. Amen. It doesn't say look at yourself. No, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Him. 
And when, 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 when we need to be far more understanding of this thing, that when you get born again, when you get born again, the old is gone. Okay? That old person very often makes reference points to us after we have to tell other people who we are. I'm telling you, it's a lie. Because you are not that person. That person died. Amen. If you want to be dead free, die. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I don't think the mortgage company of the bank. Hey, we call it coffee. <laughs> and you just lie down there. <laughs> but the thing is that it's so common because we think it's pious to pull ourselves down. Oh, I'm, I'm a nobody. Oh, I'm not this and the other. The special worship people, I think, when, when I was, I told you that story, when I was listening, we were singing that song, it was really beautiful, it was really amazing, it was gift. And I said to her, oh, wow, this is amazing. I said, oh, no, it's not me, it's the angels. But no, no, it's not that good. <laughs> it was good, but not that good. And she, I don't think she called it, but the thing is that she was not able to receive a compliment. And you know what, if you were able to receive a compliment, that talks about that you don't like yourself. Because somewhere is rooted in, I am not worthy. Okay? I'm not worthy of this. Okay? And but the thing is, that all changes when you become a believer. Because that person that you make reference to is God. Is dead. Completely gone. So why do so why is so much preaching and, uh, and teaching and so-called counseling about to redeem and restore the old person? Okay? No, uh, you might have this and mother in your character flaw or whatever, and now you go to the past and go to someone else and say, Oh, please pray for me. And then what shall we pray for? Pray for me because I have this issue, or pray for me because I have that issue, pray for me because I have that issue. And then they all kind of about another thing. Out in these things. Whatever it may be. But all you need to know is a lie. That person is dead. Amen. That person is dead. Don't try to be more nice. Don't try to be more this. Don't try to be little. Don't try to be. No, just realize that person died on the cross with Jesus. Amen. Don't try Oh, I, I, in, in, when I was in the YouTube, oh, I have to come up together. I need to be more patient. Oh, God, Jesus, made me well, Why did I say that? It was because in my own nature, I was impatient. I wanted everything done yesterday. Okay? So now, because I could, uh, as we know, our brain does not get born again. Okay? Our emotions do not get born again. But our spirit does. But, uh, and so, so we thinking, so, so, so we try, oh, I'm now on a question, so, like, so now I need to be more patient. So, so I got anyone to pray for me, deliver me, counsel me. You know what? None of it helped. It's amazing I put a hair on my head, because I mean, all these hands on my head, it was, it was being blocked off many times. That's why you see old preachers, they all can no hair. <laughs> they went into counseling so much there's no hair left. Okay? But but what they really should have told me is what I'm telling you now. That person is dead. 
And, that, and do you know who tells you you have to redeem that person? He's called the liar. Do you know that the devil always, do you know this thing, the devil speaks to you? Your past look glorious. Amen. Just think about when you went to primary school. Oh, this was a good old man. Oh, this is wonderful. You know, when you were in primary school, you hated it. But now, what? Now, but, oh, this was amazing. Whatever it is. No, we, we have to understand that old person is God. In Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians, it talks about you are a new creation. And, and for, for you to move into the new creation identity, you have to let go of the old identity. Do you know why people don't have, you know, the main thing why, why people don't have a happy marriage, do you know why? They don't want to die. Amen. Amen, Wilson. Jerry is not here to pick on <laughs> Jerry, you come next Sunday. <laughs> no, but you know, why do you get offended? Because you're not there. Why do you get upset? Because you're not there. So, but what do you do? Oh God, hope, help me not to be offended. Help me to live for the other, whatever it may be. No, just die. Okay? You know, but it, it, it is, but, but what do we do? No, 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 I'm right. And I, if I had to polish all the patterns up the place until he sees that I'm right, I'm going to do that too. No, no, just die. Amen? You know, but when, when you worry, do you know what? Just say, the devil, who, who do you think puts these thoughts in your head? Let me know. Amen. And you just tell him, I'm dead. I don't need to worry. At your funeral, you're not thinking. Oh, Oliver must have tuned there, that song. Oh. Uh, but, but, who, who came up with these flowers? Uh, I knew I can't need, can't need trust him anything. So I, I better just open up and say, <laughs> But you know, we have to be, uh, and with, but because religion has made this thing about dying to yourself as some kind of highest thing that you have to throw ashes on your head, and knock yourself down, tell them how bad you are, whatever it is. No, it is about realizing that the old person is God. You are not no longer slave to that person. Yeah, but yeah, but I do. I still do you this way. Yeah, but I'm telling you. Don't focus upon it, focus upon him. Focus upon him. Move on. You're not the first person who made a mistake, and you will not be the last. I'm telling you, when we took our driver's license, you know what we did? We just sit in the car, oh, I know how to drive. You know, the first many lessons in, in your head to say, I'm never going to learn this. I, I, I remember when I learned, you know, something, you couldn't look out of the car because there was steam when in the car because Clutches, mirrors, and you know, it was in the winter, and suddenly the, 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 the instructor says, Stop! We can't see anything because I was just sweating. There was steam everywhere because it was so hot, you know, and that was before 
how are still in there? You know, the clocks that either way, it was like we used to call it in Denmark, where it's your car is on kangaroo petrol. Because the car was not driving, it was jumping. <laughs> okay. and, but the thing is that we didn't focus on it. Okay, we didn't focus on it. Have you noticed now when you can drive and when you call home, you don't even know how you got there? I mean, you think, oh, how many speed kilometers you have missed? <laughs> 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 I, I don't know. I, 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 you know, like, this is because, but why, how did we get there? Because we didn't spend time focusing upon it. We focused upon the task ahead. And it's the same thing we need to do as believers, but don't focus upon, with, you know, it's not your responsibility to better yourself. It's God. So why do we spend all our time? I need to be more this, I need to be more that, I need to be better. Oh, he's so high, he's, he's so holy. No, we're not. We're just as holy as you are. Because holiness, being pious, has nothing to do with your conduct. If we measure one another according to the conduct, you are still in the flesh. I used to say, are you not supposed to be a Christian? <laughs> Meaning, I did something that they didn't do, that, okay? And in their head, that was like ranking more important. I remember I was in a sermon, uh, in a meeting with a preacher, and he was I'm telling you, that he, any, you name it, anything under the sun, we have to repent for. He went through the whole list of anything, you, you name it, he mentioned. And when uh, he got so worked up, he got so... It was in the summer, he got very excited. Then he had to take his suit jacket off. I'm telling you, how shocked. And though that was before I ever been in America, okay? It, it was an American preacher, okay? I was shocked. No, he was not, he was, I'm telling you, I never seen a person so big. After, after that, I can't remember what he said. <laughs> because, I, I, you know, you know we're not supposed to look. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. You know, most of you like uh, so. Uh, I know. Uh, you see, uh, you see, I'm so informative by that. And 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 he misunderstood everything because of whatever you do or whatever you know the reason for why you are accepted by Jesus or by your heavenly Father is because of Jesus. His blood, who paid the price for you. But religion has turned it into right now because we have to be basically something in the church. So we had to know the past had to do something, so we had counseling, which we are not qualified to do, by the way. Okay. Uh, deliverance. Uh, I, you know, and all the people who I met who were so called delivered, I don't know, other they they bound up again or whatever. Okay? You know, it's just Church, busy, 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 busy. Uh, oh, look, look, people, the thing is, you need to understand that it is that. We need to learn to make our reference to our Heavenly Father. He, you know, faith is, obedience is, trust is, uh, humility is, to say what God says that you are, despite of what you think you are. Amen. So you might say, oh, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at that, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at that, and so on. Yeah, but what is your reference point? Your own nature. Amen. 
But God, what did he say? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. You know, the basic thing is about soy sweets, uh, children's uh, 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 character. Late things in Scandinavia, so it's like this crazy young girl. But she had a statement, and she says, like, I've never done this before, so that's easy. I've never done this before, so that's easy. Okay? And this is like the attitude that you and I we should have. But like, but what we do very often is that these, uh, like the, the ten people here, that, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. You know that the moment you and I become believers, we lose the right to say, I can't. Mm. Amen. The moment you pray, say grace for your food, you lose the right to complain about it. <laughs> because obviously prayers didn't work. The next time, oh, you, you, you eat, oh, Jesus, did this taste like? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that it's so important to know what held them back. It was because they were slaves. And you know what, and what, is, it, so what is interesting of it is that afterwards, that's when we get the group of Leviticus, and, you know, when, so when it comes to culture, you know, we think that the book of Leviticus is just a lot of ceremonial laws and blah, you know, and anything is really like that. But what it means was, it transforms slaves into become people. Okay? Slaves only worry about the next year. Okay? But now God made these, these slaves into a nation of conquerors. He made them into a nation of conquerors. That's why that there were certain ceremonial things they had to do this, they had to do like that, they had to do like this, this, you know, talk. You change their slave nature into the nation of conquerors. Okay? And it's the same thing that if you join the armor, if you join anywhere, really, it's the same everywhere. But they have to first change you. I don't think, I don't know, maybe I can ask anyone when, when they become adopted. They don't just give you a syringe and then just go and poke anyone in the water. <laughs> <laughs> because now you're gonna, you know, there has to be, you know, what is it, what is it? The first thing we have to change them into, they have to make this medical oath system. You probably have to do it and all that do no harm. Or whatever it is. But the first thing is, it has the person has to be changed, and our transformation in the body of Christ is so is so in one way so simple, and yet it's so hard because religion has come in because all all the religious systems and we, we try to pull it in, but really it is really just to realize that one thing. But next time, next time you're under condemnation, next time the devil tells you this one and the other, you can just say to him, "I'm dead." Amen. Don't try to justify it. Don't try to put yourself together. Don't try to do this when you're Just say, I'm dead. You know, but, but the problem is that when, we, when the devil demands to trick us, and he say, Kurt, you need to be more this, you need to be more that. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I do. When I try to do it in my own strength. And I don't know about you, but when we try to do it in our own strength, we all fall short. Okay? We all fall short. 
That's why Jesus, Jesus considered him, look to him, look upon him, look upon him. Remember when the Israelites, when we built in the desert, <clears throat> and then the snakes came and bit them, and Moses was asked to make a ground snake. He didn't want, the only thing they had to do was not to fall, I'm sorry, I was with them. No, it was not to told them, look at the snake. Look at the cross. It was an image of the cross. Look at him. So when you feel the devil tells you, now you fall short, now you fall short, now you fall short, no, no, that's your own nature, but it's just in the process of dying completely. Just look at the cross. Just look at the cross. And he can say, no, I am not that person. You know that good people can make mistakes, okay? So, but uh, bad people can do good things. When bad people do good things, does that make them safe? No. So why do we think that when we, when we make a mistake, now we are not good? Because we are not defined by what we do. We are defined by what he does, or what he has done. And then, so, so we don't do things for him to accept us. We don't do things for him to love us. We do things because we already know he loves us. We do things because we already know he accepts us. That's why faith is not difficult. Why? Because we know that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Now, therefore, I can be bold to act and do this. I'm not afraid of making a mistake. I'm not afraid of making an act of faith. Why? Because he has said he will never leave me nor forsake me. He said he will always be with me. Okay? But religion wants you to do things so that you can please God. But real faith does things because we know God is already pleased. Amen. In the natural, it is the same, but the heart is completely different. The one who does it to get God to please, uh, to please God will get no nothing. But the one who does the thing out of the heart, God will reward him. Hebrews talks about Hebrews 11, 6, without faith you cannot please God. Okay? Without faith you cannot please God. It is, um, and, and, and this is where we have to, this is the foundation thing that if you want to see the promises manifested in your life, the first thing is you need to understand, I am not a sinner anymore. And now you need to clean your mindset out of thinking, I am, or I should know. Now, now you rely completely upon the blood Jesus. I am accepted. I am accepted by my Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. You know, no matter what you do, he's never going to reject you. Okay? We see that with Peter and Judas, and as I said, Peter and Judas, really, what they did was really just as bad. Peter cursed Jesus in public. Okay? Actually, it was not just Peter who said, oh, if you have to die, all the disciples said, if you have to die with you. Okay? <coughs> and, and Judas, he betrayed him. Okay? But what, what the difference was when Peter, when he realized, when the little girl exposed him, Peter realized there is nothing good in him. He relied 100% upon who he is. So when Peter realized he messed up, he ran to Jesus. What, what did Judas do? He tried to make amends on his own. 
What did he do? He went back to the temple with the 30 silver coins, threw it into the temple. He, he thought his own deeds could make him righteous. He, he relied upon what he could do, just like many of us can do sometimes. Oh, today I need to be more active, I need to be more patient, I need to be more patient. We rely, no, forget about it. It's all about Jesus. And Jesus, I, I write, you are my wife. I'm accepted because of you. I'm loved because of you. I'm loved because of what you have done. I'm, you know, that old person that keeps creeping up every now and then is God and they. Amen. And I'm telling you, the more you focus upon him, the more the old person completely disappears. John the Baptist, he said about Jesus, he shall increase and I shall decrease. Do you know what I have... uh, I thought when people have preached that to me, they, they preach in this way that I need to stop doing this so that I can be for today. That's the complete opposite. So, so the way they, they sent it to me was that I shall decrease first and increase. No. He shall increase and then I will decrease. You know, but don't focus upon you being smaller or decreasing. Just focus upon Jesus. Because when you see naturally, that has ruled the cross has ruled. Okay? But, but the, they thought, you know, me, the ten of them, they thought they should take the promise in their own strength. Because they have, it, it, it has not been a revelation for them that God was with them. You know, but a miracle in the natural does not transform your heart. Now we sometimes people say, oh, you know, life is always stupidity. You know, the people have been to hell and back and whatever. It's just stupidity. It's nothing to do with the gospel. Oh, but I don't want to be a testimony. What is the hell? You know, I'm telling you, that's not going to get anyone into. It's just you're clapping yourself on yourself, righteousness, shoulders. Oh, people are too to you. No, you don't. You're just stupid. You don't know what it is about. But the Bible talks about it. It's the love of God that makes people repent. Okay? Can you imagine someone marry you? Oh, I want to be married! Why? I don't want to be alone. <laughs> Why do you love me? No, 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 I don't love you. I just want to be alone. <laughs> no, but, but these hellfire and brimstone things are like, oh, I've been to hell. I'm telling you, if you have been to hell as you claim, I'm telling you, you will look like this for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know, you know, you know it, it, don't give me these stupid fantasy and whatever. It's just people who, it's just, uh, oh, I want you to keep coming safe by that. You know what, I preach the best sermon ever. I'm telling you, nothing happened. The first time I was in, in Kiev in Ukraine back in 19, January 1906, I think it was the thing, yeah. I preached the same sermon as I preached here in England, said the same thing, and then at the end of the said, anyone wants to meet Jesus? And he was like, whoa! So what, what did, did you tell him? What did you tell him? I have no money. The response is just continuous. Why? Because it's not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. Amen? And, and but the tent they thought we have they thought we have to take them. No. Have you noticed God does not say that he, that you should make yourself prosperous. He said he will make you prosperous. 
Amen. If God didn't say, you shall make yourself healed. No, he said, he has sealed you. He didn't say that you should save yourself. He said, no, he has saved you. He didn't say that, that you should forgive yourself or whatever. He said, he has forgiven you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the whole thing is that we will put our trust in one person and his name is Jesus. Amen. So, but what we do, what we think, no, no, we have Jesus, you need to do something too. No, I rely upon him 100%. Amen. You know, the, the greatest things that I've seen in my life, where the experience my, I'm telling you, if we, if we, how did it happen? I said, I don't know. Because it's not down to my effort, it's not down to my ability, it's not down to my intellect, it's not down to whatever. Okay? It's down to his grace. Amen. Amen. Just trust in his grace and his mercy. I'm telling you, there are so many things that we think that is impossible, but you know what? God said with him, all things are possible. Amen. Why do we see impossibilities? Because we then refers to the old person. So next next week, Natalie will sing a song called Remember Pastor Dennis Brother, he shared about our Swiss Chinese girl who couldn't uh, she didn't have a talk in her life. Mm-hmm. And when he anointed him upon her and he sang the most beautiful song. Oh, in a former Soviet Union under communism. You know, when the underground church, we used to meet up in the woods somewhere. Mm. But the problem was, we didn't tell anyone. You have to ask the Holy Spirit where we're meeting all. So every meeting we could see, no, you didn't. God did you. Oh. No, maybe that's why we start praying very early in the morning. Okay. Just rely upon Okay. But the main thing is the ten they did not realize that they were dead. They did, they were still slaves who tried to take the promise. They could see the beauty of the promises, they could see the amazement of what God had, but they couldn't take it. I'm telling you, people got I've seen so many times people who get diagnosed with cancer uh, and so on. What is the first thing people try to do to sell people? Try to change their diet, try to do this and that. No, they rely upon this grace. You know, uh, 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 so many questions I want to say. Oh, you need to eat the Mediterranean diet. Man will say, make you holy soul. No, it doesn't. Make, make, make it just as sick as you do. No, man. There's this funny story about this, like with all the nations in in Europe, whatever, you know, the Germans, they eat a lot of pork, and yet they're still uh, healthier than the British. Uh, uh, you know, you take them one by one, uh, the conclusion was that it's dangerous to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone ate everything that they shouldn't eat, and they were still healthier than the British. And so, uh, so the guy came to the conclusion, it must be the English language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's dangerous. So speaking tongues, and you were saying, what? But, but the ten didn't realize, they thought they had to do it. Okay? Do you know what? God gives gifts. Mm-hmm. Amen? Do you, know what, what, do you know what you have to do with a gift? <laughs> Just like 
you. Thank you. Just take it. But what do we what what do we do? No, I'm not worth it. I'm just a humble worm, you know. I'm not good for anything, I don't know. And when we look at any of it, someone is No, the thing is, just receive it. And because no, it's not worthy of it, it's not worthy of it. No, no, that's not, that's nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, and because it's so deep-rooted, and it comes from, it comes from the Catholic Church, where they have, where this teaching came in, where you're worth nothing. So anything you have, you have to give it to the church. Why? Because the church was bankrupt. Okay? And uh, I think the was really and had some parties in the Vatican at the time. Because of the, you know, the Medici brothers, I don't know if you know that family, they were the wealthiest bankers in Europe at the time. So these two brothers who made it all you know, from Florence, they, they could, so they, they, they instantly always think about it. And so, so how is the best way to get people to do that? To make them feel small. Mm. To make them feel unworthy. And so on and so forth. But that's not, that's not, that's not Jesus. That's religion. And I thought, it doesn't matter if it's Christian religion, if it's Islam, a Muslim religion, Hindu religion. They all have this thing to, uh, in common. They always try to put people down. But Jesus, he lifts you up and says, you are worthy. Because, not because of you, but because of him. You will get beyond anything if you just receive. If you will just receive. But, the, but our limit is not him. It is because they often behave like the ten. Oh, we are like grass of who am I? Who am I? Okay. Many years ago, I went to the head of Rizzo, and he got a fast, so I, so I, I don't, you know, I think Monday morning, so one day he asked me, what are you doing? So what do you mean? Ah, because you're here, Monday morning, and you're a bank robber. <laughs> so I said, no, I'm a pastor. Huh? So, how can you drop that? You know, you don't have a humble car. <laughs> And I said, well, it's a humble car. Well, you know, he had an image. You know, like, that, and, and, and it's not just him. Uh, you know, I know some missionary couples, and because they, they bought this 15-year-old Mercedes, and because it was very reliable, and they, they didn't have to spend a lot of money on maintaining it and so on. I'm telling you, the church, uh, the local church is really crazy. How could you buy that? It's 15 years old, for what you're saying. <laughs> you know, but they, they have this mindset. In America, I know a Danish American preacher, that was many years ago when they bought Mundero, was a popular, I don't know if that exists anymore, that car. but he bought that car for cash and so on. And then suddenly all the invitations stopped coming. Mm. I mean, he called a good friend of his, the, the pastor, said, why are no one inviting you anymore? We can't invite you with such a small car. You can't be very suggestive. No, it's complete opposite reaction, but it's the same mindset. So I said to him, you know, no, no, so no, what he was trying to say to me was that uh, as a something. So I said to him, no, I don't get what I deserve. Amen? I receive grace. Amen? I receive grace. The Israelites didn't deserve the promised land. They didn't earn it. It was a gift. 
deserve to be restored is a gift. And the only requirement of a gift is that I can receive it. And the, the capability of our receiving is how to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. But if we measure what we can receive according to ourselves, then we will, be, we will always think, oh, I'm worthy of this, I'm unworthy of that, I'm unworthy of this. But, but when we look at it, nothing to do with the receiver, it's all to do with the giver. Amen. Amen. No, but the gift that I receive says nothing about me. It says everything about the giver. Amen. Amen. So therefore, I can receive it freely, not because it's not about if I'm qualified or not. <laughs> you know that? I mean, can you remember? I don't remember that. Yeah. I can't remember that. the name now. Desmond. Can you remember Desmond from Singapore in the early days? You know what? Uh, I think he was the first one who said Matthew uh, Desmond and uh, what's his name now? I can't remember the wife's name. But anyway, they were here in the Chinese church. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were the first ones, when Matthew was a small baby, mm -hmm. that uh, sent him a t-shirt, uh, I think it was a floral t-shirt or something like that. You know, but Matthew had no clue what it was. Because it has nothing to do with him. It has something to do with the giver. Mm -hmm. He just wore Built on it, did all sorts of crazy, you know, whatever, whatever. But it was, it, 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 it's nothing to do the same thing with you. Just say to me, I receive. Thank you. Mm. I guess, ah, you don't deserve that. It's nothing to do with me. <laughs> all I had to do, thank you. Amen. If you don't want it, just, just, just divert it to me. <laughs> Oh jeez, I'm not worried, but you can have my portion. <laughs> no, but have you noticed the way you receive is inheritance? Yes. That is the word that is used. That is not something you have learned. That is uh, how did you receive and how do you receive an inheritance? Someone has to die. That's why I said to a good friend of mine. So don't worry, it's safe when I pray for you. Because I'm not in your will. <laughs> <laughs> if you put me in your will, though, it would be a different prayer. <laughs> Take him home. <laughs> don't let your son-in-laws pray for you. That's dangerous. Don't even go there. Let me pray for you. It's safe. <laughs> Okay? But how is an inheritance released? By death. Mm. That's why Jesus is God. So when he said, it is finished, it is complete. Mm. Everything that heaven has available is not yours. Mm. Now, but because of the religion, many churches, they, they're still teaching this mixture of that you are a new creation and you're still a sinner. It's like that mixture. When many Christians, they have the information about it, but they can't grasp it. And we need to get that sentimentality out of us completely, that we are no longer sinners. We are new creations. We need to define ourselves according to not where we were, but who we are now. 
Amen? If someone say, ask you, who do you think you are? You can tell them, how long have you got? I am more than a conqueror. I can do all things with Christ with me. Anything I lay my hands to shall prosper. Where I put my foot, God will give me that land, and so on. So he was at least when he was in the world, when he was come one day, three, and seven years. But how long have you got? Amen. And it is so important you realize, and that is through the renewing of your mind that will transform. But when you suddenly realize, I am a new creation, that old curse is gone. Amen. And this was the main thing in the early churches. Because that's why there was a custom in the early, not a custom, but it just was a natural development. But in the early churches, when, when people got saved, born again, they changed their name because they realized the old burden is gone. No, no, no so, but the reality thing is, so why did Joshua and Caleb, why did they have a different spirit? Why did they think differently? Because they were the two guys who spent time with Moses. Mm. Just serve was the servant of Moses. He basically cooked, ironed his shirts, whatever he did, brushed his teeth. Moses, bring your teeth. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know what he did. Okay, but he served, and you know what you see me say is that no master is a hero in, in the eyes of his valley. Because no, the valley is even without seeing that. Everything falling down and whatever. But, but, but they had a different because they, they spent time with Moses. This is why Jesus, he's, what, what did he say in the last thing he said? Go therefore out into the world and make disciples. You know, but teaching does not transform you. Fellowship transforms you. Amen. You know, but that's why he didn't say go out and make Bible students. Go out and make this one and the other. No, it was go out and make disciples because it's fellowship that Amen. It, it is so important. This is what you know, I, I learned more. When I was a young believer, I learned more by being in fellowship with people than I learned from the preaching that I heard. Okay? This is why I have been in multiple of counselors that is safety. Okay? So they said, we are like grasshoppers. So you, you need to tell yourself, I'm a sinner no more. Amen? When every time, next time you think you're, you're a sinner, you need to repent. Say, I'm a sinner no more. And just the next time your emotions, whatever, comes and accuse you, the only thing you have to say, the person is dead. 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 And we, the, the devil is called the accuser. He's called the liar. You know what is so funny? Christians, we, we struggle believing God, but we believe anything the devil says. But God is bad. Yeah, but the Bible says, yeah, but you know, like, you know, but, but, I'm no good for anything. Who told you the devil? <laughs> so why do you believe it? <laughs> Is he the lion? Yeah. Why do you believe it? We, we, it's because of, we're still moving in the physical. No, we're moving by our hearts. Amen. You know, don't see Jesus anywhere in the Gospels that he moved by the natural. 
He's always moved by his relationship with his father. Amen? He's always moved. And because he moved by that, but his heart, he, he, he does not let the circumstances dictate his decision. He makes his decision according to the father, and when circumstances start transforming. Amen? But it, it, but it starts with when you have that realization of, I am a new creature. I am in the, you know, so to speak, you are in the God class. If you are the star of God. Amen? No, but this is something that you have to understand. You are now, when you become a believer, you become a spiritual being. Okay? Before, you are a natural being because your spirit was not alive. Okay? This is what psychologists, uh, what is it, I think it was young, he was, uh, was a student of Sigmund Freud, he called, <coughs> he, he called it either ill, because he didn't operate with the human spirit. The psychology don't operate with it. So, so Jung, he said, he came out of this with the ill. But that's, that's what gets born again. So now you become a spiritual being. Okay? You are a spiritual being. And this is what if you, about, if you go into the original language about it, you become a, what it say, an Elohim. Mm -hmm. Okay, God is an Elohim, but not all Elohim is God. That's right. Do you understand? So, so you are now you are spiritual being. So now you're not moved by what you see, feel, taste, have experienced, or whatever. Now you move by Him. What the Word of God says. And now you start, when you consistently hold on to that, you start seeing it moves. I don't know that the dogs, is it the dog who transforms the owner, or the, uh, the owner who transforms the dog? <laughs> the dog always looks like the owner. <laughs> I'll tell you, we, we have one in our neighborhood. That dog has more dresses than Yemen's. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like one of these long sausages with the jumping up. And now time is a good neon green thing. And you know what? The, the, the guy or the, the man or the woman who walks, they dress exactly the same. <laughs> anyway, but we, 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 have, we, we have to forget about, you know, we have to really, really understand you are not a sinner. And, and you know what, once you understand that you are not a sinner, I'm telling you, your so-called prayer life changes. You know, uh, a lot, you know, a lot of what we've been taught is Old Testament customs. Where, we, we, you know, so, uh, like, praise and worship, you have to praise yeah, we have to, we, we, oh, we really have to sing. I mean, we, we, we need to work. Oh, so, so, so God can really come. Oh, where was he before? <laughs> God is always here. Yes, no, no, what you're saying is, no, you've got a chipping feeling when you're back. Uh, <laughs> that's not God. God is always here. Yes. Amen. I've been there, I've got so God is always here. <laughs> First time I went to a toilet. Are you that guy? He's. 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 He
<laughs> you are spiritual being. You are new creation. This was just when came when we realized it was not it was not by their effort, not by their uh, skills, not by their, whatever they could do. They knew we was a king. That's why Jocelyn came said we can take it like a piece of wood. Why? Because they knew we didn't have to do it. It was God who was going to give it to us. You know, you're not going to be prosperous in your own strength. God is going to give it to you. You're not going to be healed in your own strength. God is going to give it. Or He has given it to you, sorry. In a perspective. It's just about realizing in your mind that rid of all the religious stuff that you've been taught. You know that uh, some people say, oh, I don't do that. I don't say that for Oh yeah, oh yeah, like I said last time, maybe I had to praise five times, five minutes, or whatever. You know, I, don't, you know, I speak to Jesus. Amen. I, I walk with Jesus. You know, this is Old Testament conflicts where they have to come together and, and plead with God to be on that side. But you have to understand, they were not born again. Can you imagine every time your children want something, you will have to come up with a plan how they can get you on their side. And when you suddenly come down, you see two kids. <laughs> Father Oliver. <laughs> Hello. Hey, for five minutes, okay. Father Oliver. <laughs> okay. Now we, now we worship. We love you. <laughs> you see how ridiculous it looks? And yet we're thinking this is what we know. God, the, the New Testament relationship is you can just walk with it. You can just ask Him. Amen. He, he has not put a fridge on the, the lock on the fridge. And it's only open when you say the right prayer. Okay? No. And just, you know, the Christian life is the easiest life of all, but if you catch it. But the thing is, with the flesh, always want something complicated. Why? So that you can say, I help God. Mm. You know, when I got saved, I didn't say that on top of me, but I can look back and say, God was doing lots of things on me. God and people to do. Oh, I love you, Jesus. No, it's not me, it's only you, God. But, but it was the... But I, uh, because I didn't have that understanding as I have now. I'm not a sinner. Amen. Don't beat yourself down. Amen. You know, be more loyal to your future. Don't be loyal to that dead corpse for this thing. Don't... It doesn't matter how much makeup you put on the dead corpse, it's still dead. Amen. It's not that just accept it's gone. And now you can move into something new. Okay? You know, when you get married, you can't live as a single. When you have children, you can't live as just as one of you. You can't. I remember when I got married. Now before I got married, oh, wow, I'm really selfless. I am so humble. Actually, I'm amazing. When I got married, I found out I was not that humble. I was not that selfless. When after a few years of being beaten up, 
when for now I'm really sorry. You know, when we had kids, now you find out there's a whole long way to go through. Okay? It's not by us. Just I, I learned to focus upon Jesus. I learned not to buy, uh, justify myself to myself or whatever. <laughs> Make me fall short. As I said, I look to Jesus. And I said to Jesus, forgive me. And now we move on. I don't try to look for ways when you are in a tough situation. Don't look for ways to get out. Look for ways to overcome. And how do we overcome? By the cross. How do we, uh, what does that mean in practice? In a, a, how we do Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You're forgiving me. I'm still a new creation. I'm still your child. You will still give me everything that my heart desires. Amen. The only thing is that what your heart desires and what your flesh desires is not always the same. Amen. Mm. Someone said to me the other day, now when you back, he said, the good thing God doesn't give us everything we pray for. When you look back. Okay. Because sometimes our prayers is our flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But it's our heart. But look, but Josh and Caleb, why had they had a different script? Because they spent time with Moses. Mm-hmm. How do you know how do you realize that you are the, how do you get rid of the same nature? Just spend time with God. Mm-hmm. Just spend time with Jesus. Just focus upon him. And then say, Jesus, Jesus. The, the apostle said, uh, the only thing he does is to preach Christ crucified. What is he saying? I'm not the only person. I'm telling you, I think the Apostle Paul, he, he was under accusation in the natural battle of his life. You know, Jesus was under accusation all of his life. Remember that the, the, the Pharisees say to Jesus, yeah, we know who our father is. Who are yours? No, everyone knew that Joseph was not the father of Jesus. So they were, they were basically saying, we know you are a bastard, and we have long heritage. He was also under accusation all the time. But what did he say? I only do what the Father is. I only do what the Father is. He knew who he was. He was the beloved son of the living God. He knew that. You know, people's opinions could not take that away from him. Circumstances could not take that away from him. Experiences could not take that away from him. No one could take that away from him. He just focused upon that one thing. And you know what? Whatever he said, he got it. Amen. It, it was not always straightforward when he said to the disciples, go to the other side. He got it. But there was a process in between, but he still got it. Amen. He was confident in whatever he said. God will grant it. Why? Because he was the beloved son of the living God. Mm-hmm. What did, what, what did uh, God say at his uh, baptism? This is my son, the beloved. Amen. This is my son, the beloved. And you know, but when, when, you, when you, you know, you have to understand that the devil works, uh, try to manipulate you through your emotions, through your flesh, through your experiences, anything in the natural but just hold on to the cross and say, Jesus, I have no fear. And the devil is, uh, you know, like, because the devil can only operate in the natural, okay? He only operate, therefore, he's always limited. He can't, uh, 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 
the temptations of Jesus, when he came to the third temptation, it says that he came to the end. And that's what I thought. Hold on. Your breakthrough is on your way. Just don't quit. Just hold on to Jesus. Just hold on. Yeah, but it didn't work out the way it was. Most likely it never does the way you were experienced. But you will get it. Amen. You will get it and you will get it. Just don't quit. Just hold on to Jesus. Just hold on to Jesus. Don't quit. Don't give up. You know, like I have these good friends of mine that uh, they just celebrated their diamond wedding anniversary or something like that. Mm. I don't think that they have 17 years every month over. Hello, darling. Oh, oh so nice to see you. Why not? Oh, oh, oh. Um, sorry, I need to get a tea. Why not? Oh, we got we got the same hair color. We got the same hairstyle because they both lost their hair. <laughs> so if we really want to go crazy, we'll just swap wigs. <laughs> you you understand? Know it, it, it's just no. It, it's because they did not quit. You know, anyone in any area of life. It can be a successful career, it can be a successful mission and the other it may be, but we look upon and say, oh wow, they did really amazing. No, they did not quit. You know, but they have just as many setbacks as the rest of us. They, they, they have just as many disappointments as the rest of us. But what did we do? We, they did not quit. What, what do we do as Christians? Oh God, oh, we No, we didn't. God said, stick to it. Amen? Amen. Stick to it. Yeah, but I don't feel it. I don't care about it. Stick to it. Yeah, but stick to it. Do you think I felt great on the cross? He stuck to it. He didn't want to. He stuck to it. Amen? And what, what was the reward? He become the king. Now, he, now Jesus is not the Jesus that we see in the gospel. If you notice what it says after he died, it, it talks about that now he's the first begotten son. He's the first begotten son. Okay? So don't quit. Yeah, so you have set back here, set back there, whatever, yeah. So what? Don't quit. As I always say to you, the, the Colonel, the KFC guy, all the he said, uh, you know, but it was only because he didn't quit. And you know, and, and there will always be people, uh, depending on who, who will tell you can't do it. Can you imagine Walt Disney lost, he didn't get a job at a, at a newspaper because, do you know what they said about him? You're not creative enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're not creative, you know. Okay. No, don't quit. Don't quit. Okay, if, if we got us to let you down our path, don't quit. Amen. Do you know that? Like any preacher, old preacher will say, if you ask them, what is your secret? Why have it? They call it longevity. Amen. But in the review, what was that? She did not quit. She said to 
Mm. Man is one that needs to be bold and courageous. Mm. Okay? No, Joshua was not supposed to be bold in his own ability. He was not supposed to be courageous in his own ability. He was supposed to be bold in his understanding that God was with him. And therefore, when he said, it's very difficult when he divided, God came through. You and I are the same. Let us be bold in him. Amen. Amen. So let us be bold in him. And let us throw out that old same nature. Just like, this is what the, what is the, what is the name of the Ishmael's mind? Hagar. Hagar. Yeah. You know, it, uh, it's in Romans called the kick the slave woman out. Mm-hmm. Amen? Kick the slave nature out. Amen? Kick the slave nature out. You owe that person nothing. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yes. Oh. oh, but you can't do that. You're always like, you know, oh. I'm a new creation. Amen? And now, when you start realizing that, whatever you say, you can have. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's Thank you. Thank you that you are a good father. Thank you that you are a good God. We thank you. Thank you, you are faithful.